Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. Brian Gorman, he is the Director of Operations. And uh, Brian, great to see you, sir. Good to see you. All right, so... uh, here we are a day before we open, and you're giving us some time. We really, really appreciate it. Tell us about the journey, because you did have a season last year. We talked about it, but it was it was consolidated, and it had a lot of challenges. Can you go through with the, go through that with us? Yeah, sure. It's, I, I don't like to because it was tough, but yeah, um, yeah we opened uh, the 3rd of July uh, after – uh, Governor Wolf made the announcement that we were able to do so. So we had maybe two weeks to prepare for the season when we're usually have a month and a half. Wow. Um, so our, our typical hundred day season was shortened to about 60 days. Um, and the weather was great, which was unfortunate, you know, it would have been a great season. Um, along with just the shortened season though, we had, we did have to go through those mitigation efforts and, um, I think it went better than I would have expected uh, prior to opening, um, but still nothing that we would want to do again. Uh, so we're really excited uh, this season, especially within the last month of how um, things have been evolving with our uh, official announcements and health experts, how they're uh, addressing this pandemic. So we're excited for this season. Absolutely. So uh, this would be it. I mean, you're, you're, are you opening about the same exact time that you would open on a typical season, maybe just a week or two later or what? Um, yes. Yeah. So we, it's about the same time we typically open the first weekend in May, which we did for our season pass holders the last two weekends. Um, so it's about the same time. We have adjusted our schedule a little bit to continue to cut back on some labor expenses. Uh, we'll be closed Wednesdays this year and we don't start going um, during the week until after Memorial Day. So um, a, a few adjustments just again, to try to, um, cut back on some labor expenses, but uh, we'll be we'll be ready to go. We're, we're offering free admission, um, like we typically did uh, back in 2009 and, and prior. So we're excited to have people walking through the park, not having to buy anything, and just enjoying the sights and sounds. Wow! Uh, so basically, again, uh, this is one of these quintessential eerie things. You park for free, you walk into the park for free, and with a Wally card. Whether you want to get a uh, a snow cone or an ice cream or a burger or maybe just I want to ride one ride or I want to do one I want to go on the gondola Ferris wheel for sunset. I mean, you could just do that. Yes, I that I, honestly that's one of my favorite things, and and just you saying that made me think of how how many places you can actually do that now. I mean, you can't go to a zoo and say, I want to just see the tigers. <laughs> right. You can't go to an amusement park typically and say, I just yeah. want to ride this one ride or do do this one thing. So it's uh, a really great thing that we have. And I, we really pride ourselves on it. And I think it, um, it, it makes, it makes us uh, more of a family park so that people can enjoy it together without having to, you know, spend the money to get in, in the park. So. I, I know in talking to Visit Erie, we, we talk to John Oliver all the time. You know, they've been really focusing on the drivability that's setting us apart when people are nervous. And, and really, Waldemere is in that, 
in that portfolio of assets that really makes a difference in the summer. So are, are you seeing some leading indicators of maybe – I remember uh, when I – you know, when we used to have our Waldemar Day, it was always the same day as like Pittsburgh area volunteer firefighters or something like – I mean, are you seeing some of those outside folks starting to book their picnics and so on? Yeah, we're slowly we're slowly seeing um, increase in sales of season passes, which we can see where they're um, coming from. Like you said, groups and schools um, are starting to uh, book those. Um, it's it's nothing what we've been used to seeing, um, and I think uh, it was so unclear as to how we were going to um, facilitate those groups. Uh, so it, I think we're just at a late start, but yeah, that we have seen our typical areas that we usually pull from, uh, you know, just, uh, east of Cleveland and even into the Pittsburgh area where, where groups and families are coming, uh, planning on coming. All right. Well, let, let's make a pitch for groups. So what would it be like, if, you know, if my small shop wants to have, you know, their day at Waldemere, what can I expect? What, what would be some of the, some of the mitigation factors that I have to worry about, or are they all gone now? So uh, until Memorial Day, we are still um, under our 75% capacity limits for the park. And then our, our picnic areas have uh, the same uh, capacity limits. Um, we have combined a few shelters uh, that I think we could accommodate most group sizes. Um, we can still cater um, and, and mostly it's just social distancing and um, mask wearing and, and uh, sanitation, you know, hygiene stations. But um, after Memorial Day, we, I mean, it, it seems besides mask wearing, um, it seems that we are uh, out of the mitigation uh, uh, phase. So we are, you know, fully able to cater and host um, full size groups. So um, if you are planning on, yeah, if you are planning on coming or, or want to, even a, even a family reunion, we love having family reunions. We have a very popular for that uh, style group. So um, I, I encourage people to visit our website and learn more. Absolutely. Alrighty. So, um, so the, there, the, we were able to ha handle groups. Um, how would you say that, uh, I mean, do you think that now that some of these new um, orders are being dropped, that, that your season ticket passes will go up? Are those still available right now, Brian? They are. Um, and I, like I said, we, we have seen increases in um, online sales and season pass sales. Um, I actually think we have a little bit of a line to try to process some season passes before tomorrow right now. Wow. So um, I, I think, again, with the weather, I mean, what a beautiful day uh, today with the weather starting to warm up a little bit. Um, and again, with these orders being dropped and uh, the ease of us to go about our normal lives, I, I, I definitely see, think that people will want to enjoy places like Waldemere. Let's talk about your staff again. When you don't, you know, you know, normally you don't worry about the timing because you have a, a timeline that starts as soon as the snow stops to getting ready to go. And sometimes you're creating rides in the snow. Didn't you have to do the, 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 the speed sliders, the, the racing slides during the snow last year? Anyway, um, but that, that was all goofed up this year. How are you guys doing? Are you able to play catch up? Do you have enough uh, manpower to get the park ready for tomorrow? So we'll try our best. That's another topic. <laughs> That's another sore subject. Oh, and one that I keep um, on stepping you on your toes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it's good. No, it's good to get the word. It's good yeah. to get the word out. Um, 
we're still we're still in full hire mode. Um, we have been able to have two hiring events um, prior to opening, which have um, got a lot of response from our our community. Um, but it's gotten harder and harder, even prior to um, the pandemic. Um, how available some of our employees are. There's so many extracurricular activities or internships that these um, young people are expected to do or want to do. Um, so their their work hours are uh, limited. So we're seeing that still, again, um, with some of the uh, American Relief Act uh, funding from government, it's, it's keeping people um, away from the workplace maybe. So Hopefully, again, as we continue on in the summer, people continue to apply. We, we hire all summer as usual. Um, and again, almost all of our positions are still available uh, for people that are still looking for something to do this summer. Yeah, we're talking to Brian Gorman. He's the vice president of operations at Waldemere Park and Waterworld, kind of getting a handle on uh, things getting ready for tomorrow. Um, this is a special year, right? This is the, this is the what is it, 125? It is, yes. Wow. Um, talk- we, it's, yeah, it's unfortunate that we have to celebrate it like this. I mean, yeah. I'm glad things are improving, but um, I think there would, there would have been much more fanfare um, if we didn't have the 2020 we had. Your your granddad, uh, you know, Paul uh, Nelson, has been with the park since he was 11. So that's a good 70-plus years, right? Correct. And, and – um, the the newspaper is doing a beautiful job of of telling a lot of the history and the stories uh, of Waldemere. Um, can you? What's your favorite story that that Paul tells? Oh my gosh, I hear them so many times. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he loves he loves to tell um, his story of how he got started in the park, and um, uh, one one of the. One of the ones that um, always I like to tell people, which is kind of humorous, is that he he started out as a dishwasher and um, washing the dishes for picnics and uh, our the food business and um, asked the then owner, Alex Moeller, for a promotion. So Alex gave him a set of keys and a whistle. And he said, there you go. There's there's your promotion. He said, well, what's this? He said, the, the keys are to the restrooms and the whistle is to get the women out before you go clean them. <laughs> so he, From dishwasher he, learned... <laughs> <laughs> he, he learned never to ask for a promotion again. Yeah, that, um, that would be something to to remember. Holy smokes. Wow. But it's still something it's still something that we all do. I mean, um, myself, Paul and Steve, um, all pitch in where we need to i mean we'll we'll be in the restrooms to this day and we'll we'll be picking up trash on the midway and and doing the things that our employees do um alongside them uh so so it's definitely a team effort and we're, we're not above anything um so if anything that's it's taught that story has taught me a little a little humility humility yeah, well it's it's everybody's in and you know it's all for the collective good and i get the sense from your grandmother that um you know she she really puts her her imprint on it in in a really you know having the having the water for the dogs right uh, i mean just that kind of thing uh again you don't these are not things that you're going to typically see in a in a big corporate amusement park sure yeah that, i mean again that's the, the freedom to to do those things it's great um you know to have just candid discussions you know with family members and 
you know, adding, like you said, adding a dog watering station, that's, that's something fun we get to do. And we're glad that we're able to be so hands-on. I think that's what makes it again, such a great family atmosphere and such a great place to, to work as well, being a part of that, that family. You're involved in the, uh, the master planning of Visit Erie in general, and this concept of um, Erie as a destination for both staycations but drivability, because uh, there's still not everybody's going to be like ready to fly to Vegas or Cancun right now, are they? Sure, right. Yeah, and I, I think that um, most recently, uh, you know, I mean, you're right. Erie is a, is a driving town, um, and we do have you know air service, but it's it's much more of a driving town than um, uh, another larger city. Um, but even more recently, um, trying to pr promote tourism as an industry in Erie, um, I think is is a bigger um, topic. Um, you know, I mean, we have all these great uh, natural resources and local businesses. Um, and I think tourism has always been, you know, a, a summer idea for Erie, but I don't think people grasp how much it impacts our economy and, um, itself as its own industry, how, how many people it employs. And, um, so I, I think that Vizier is a great, a great body to not only educate or promote Erie to outside, but also to educate and promote Erie within. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're excited to be a part of it. Yeah. It typically it's, it'd be a, a billion dollar industry, but of course, uh, with, with COVID that's kind of changed everything. All right. So walk us through, we've got about, uh, um, less than seven minutes before the bottom of the hour, walk us through some of the, some of the things that have been added, not necessarily just for this year, but in the past couple of years, cause probably some folks haven't been there since 2019. Sure. Uh, so 20, I'll go back to 2019. That's fun. That was a fun year. Um, it was, it was our best year to date. Um, we added our, uh, first upside down, uh, ride, uh, since I think the thirties, um, uh, chaos by the train station. Uh, I still have not rode it and you cannot bribe me to get on that ride. That's right. I forgot that you really don't like the the sick rides, do you? No, but it's very fun. We actually just inspected it for uh for the state prior to opening today, and it's a very fun ride to watch on the bench. I'll tell you that. Um, we I don't added, I don't like that it yeah. stops at the top of the apex though. Well, like it, it doesn't do that anymore. Okay, well that's we, good we, news. It keeps going. We 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 altered that a little bit. Okay. That was a little too intense. Yes. Um, on the water park side in 2019, we added cannonball water slide that dumps you into a, a bowl type feature where you spin around before uh, splashing into the splash pool. And, and those were both um, big hits in 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, 2020, we did have capital projects because um, prior to the pandemic, you know, we were ready to go. Um, we added our six lane mat racer called Rally Racer, uh, which was great fun. Um, it did operate last year. Uh, so you get to race along you and five friends uh, face first on mats and uh, see who can uh, get the best time. Wow. And uh, we also added last year a family spinning coaster in front of Alibaba uh, or our Thunder River log flume uh, called Whirlwind. Uh, it's a steel spinning coaster with a little figure eight track. That's a great introductory coaster for our, our smaller guests. So two great attractions last year that again, like you said, not many people may have enjoyed. So we're happy to have them here again today. 
Um, this season, we didn't have any major attractions. We did um, add a new uh, food and beverage stand near our Scrambler ride, um, selling a few of the things we've had, popcorn, nachos, uh, Dippin' Dots, things of that nature. And then um, we did a lot of things that people may not have noticed. We updated our bumper cars. We uh, replaced some track on our um, Ravine Flyer 2 coaster, things that need to be done but aren't as fun to talk about maybe <laughs> sure sure uh talk about uh, one of the one of the features in the newspaper is rainbow gardens and uh, again it's an indoor th- uh thing but uh, some of the some of the picnics would rather have an indoor dining experience right than outside sure. how does that all yeah. work yeah so um rainbow gardens in the in the winter is is basically just a um, rentable event hall in the summer we do kind of convert it into um, a picnic shelter. So since uh, it's rather large inside, typically our, our most large groups go in there. So you have to have quite a few people to, to get inside. Um, but I mean, in the summer, even if it's raining, we have, you know, the picnic shelter is covered and, and the food area is covered. So, um, even if it's not the best weather groups can still enjoy their day. Sure. And I, again, another, uh, only an eerie kind of situation is the concept of the open shelters where basically you can go and plop down your cooler. Right. Yes. Yeah. So people this year, again, we're excited to offer free admission. You can bring your own food, wheel your cooler into an, a shelter that's not being rented and, and have your own picnic. You don't have to buy food from us, even though we'd love you to, but, um, you know, enjoy the day. That's, that's what we're all about. Just bring your family and enjoy the day. I, I feel like I feel like it you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, the the business is being honored by being so open handed. If I could just mm. almost be metaphysical or spiritual about it, it it's like, okay, we're gonna have this open handed approach to this. And yeah, uh people will buy their Rideramas or people will buy their uh, cotton candy and, and ice cream, you know, their dessert or their pizza or what have you. I mean, I feel I feel like um uh, by by not by not being so overwhelming, uh, it it actually is is you know a really good business decision. Yeah, and it's, that's something that my my dad loves to talk about. Um, he he views everyone coming into our park as um, guests, and that's what we like to call people. You know, not not customers, guests. Um, I mean, we're inviting them into our home for the summer, and um, you know, when you go to someone's home that you feel welcome, you're, you know, you're offered things. It's not, it's not sale, sale, sale all the time. So um, again, just trying to bring, bring the family unit together, get back to those um, great core roots, you know, and, uh, and enjoy the day with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, We've got uh, about a minute left with uh, Brian Gorman before the bottom of the hour news. I'm I'm interested in, um, you know, uh, how the Wally card works, because I like the geek part of this thing. I find it very helpful. And especially that once you fill a Wally card, it lasts from season to season. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. In 2010, we adopted the cashless system and we're kind of on the forefront of that, I would say. Um, since then, I I can't tell you how many parks have gone to some sort of cashless uh, method, um, whether you charge like a, a Visa rechargeable card or you they have their own in, inner park um, money system. But um, I think it's been well received. Again, I, I probably could 
couldn't tell you the last time I had cash on me. So it's, it's more, maybe more of a generational thing. But in, in today's day and age, cards are, are being used more and more frequently. Waldemar Park is opening tomorrow for the weekend, uh, and uh, the water park opens on Memorial Day weekend on the 29th of May. And again, good weather for tomorrow, Brian. 67 and sunny. Um, uh, you'll, you'll. I would imagine you're going to fill the Ravine Flyer too quite a bit, and and all the other rides. Yeah, we hope so. It's been a while. It's been over a year, so we hope to fill them. All right. So, what's on the not ride list? Are are you an X Scream guy or no? I can do that. I, I'm, you can get me on that. Yeah, I don't choose to do a lot, but you can get me on that one. How about the uh, – what's the iron one? Uh, what am I thinking of? The, the Oh, Sea Dragon. Sea Dragon, yeah. Is there, um, I, again, I'll do it. I'm not happy about <laughs> – most of the stuff I'm not very happy to do, but I'll do it with you. <laughs> I tell you what, it, you know, the, for, for a guy that's rode coast, coasters my whole life, there's things that really give you a kick at the park. And yeah. and I, I heard I, – I remember reading uh, – it must have been in the paper uh, – an interview with your grandfather, Paul Nelson. And he said, you know, we had a choice. We could have gone as a kiddie park, like, mm. the, you know, like the one in Maidville or, you know, in Chautauqua, right, where it was just totally focused for the under-12 crowd or even younger, right? Or we could have a crowd uh, – you know, uh, um, a park that – that even teenagers and full, the whole family could enjoy. But that sure. was a very expensive uh, choice, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, and, and um, to be honest, more um, the industry is going that way. I mean, you still have your theme parks that have high thrills and, you know, your, your cedar points with uh, coasters around every corner. But um, even when purchasing new equipment and new attractions, um, there aren't many rides that are sold strictly for children anymore um it's it's mostly fam it's mostly family rides you would call them um where children can go on them but uh adults can also accompany them which is something that we um are are looking that's our that's our market that's what we look for when we're looking for attractions so it, it sounded like uh maybe one of the things that are in the future is like a classic um multi-person uh you know, water ride. Talk about that. Um, yeah. So we have had um, talks and a few designs drawn up for um, a, uh, what I'm trying to think of the term that they call it. I, you, people have probably seen them. There's just like a wall of fiberglass where you go in a, in a giant, like four person tube all facing each other in the center. And you go down a short uh, tube, you know, tube slide and um, just come to this giant uh, like half pipe style um, fiberglass oh. slide and kind of go back and forth a couple of times. Um, so that, um, there's the water park uh, industry is booming right now. Um, and they're coming out with some great, great new attractions. So, um, we definitely want to continue our expansion of our water park, you know, back starting in 2015 to continue to bring people. Um, it's such a draw. It's such a draw for us. So, um, something we look forward to doing. Yeah, that, that's something we haven't really chatted about yet uh, the, on this visit is the the sheer impact of, of building the wave pool, of building the Battle of Lake Erie, which I absolutely love the the imagery of that, and then some of the some of the newer things there uh, with the um, you know, what, what are some of those newer things that that were that were built there? Yeah, so uh, the wave pool was in 2015, and since then we've added something every year. Um, to the water park, like you said, our, our kids zone splash pad um, and the Battle of Lake Erie all um, really focus on the uh, the smaller group 
Um, we've added a, another heated relaxing pool, which is more of my speed on, on <laughs> you know, just to sit, sit in a body of water. Yeah. Um, uh, again, with our rally racer slide, our cannonball slide, um, we've definitely grown the water park, um, almost doubled the capacity that it was at prior to the wave pool. And, um, and we really feel, like I said, it's a huge draw. It's, it's almost a, as much of a draw as an, of the amusement park. Um, and it's somewhere where people can um, go and spend, a, and spend a lot of time. So it's, it benefits us to keep the length of stay um, for our visitors. Are you uh, starting so to see? Are you starting to see more than one day now of a length of stay? Is that becoming a trend? Um, for those that travel a little farther, I think so, uh, which is great for our um, our area. You know, the ho- local hotels. Um, but yeah, there, there's still there's still enough to do that you can do it in a day. But if you really want to enjoy your, enjoy yourself and be able to um, you know do things multiple times, uh, a, a second day doesn't hurt. Let me ask you about some of the logistics here. Again, uh, a lot of stuff online available, right? So everything from the Riderama and so on. I'm interested in like the cabanas and some of the some of the reservations because when I when I come to the park, it seems like everything has been reserved. So how does that all work out? Yeah, so we've uh, moved a lot of things to online. You know, pre-purchase. Um, you can purchase any of your day passes or Wally cards. You can also, like you said, reserve cabanas. You can even book your, your group. If you don't want a shelter and you just want the group rate, you can book your group online. Um, so uh, we make it really easy to plan your, plan your day so that when you get here, you're, you're going right to the fun. You're, you don't have to um, wait in as many lines or uh, decide on what you need to do. So you can rent cabanas ahead of time. And most of them, if it's, it's, if it's a beautiful day on the weekends, they're booked. Um, yeah. and they're very, very popular spot to be, um, that, that wave pool area is, uh, is just a, a great space for families. There's, there's things for everybody, um, in the family. Yeah. You really can, you could burn four, six, eight hours just yeah. in the, just in the water park. I mean, without right. even venturing over. So, um, uh, you know, as far, as far as, uh, you know, people, wanting to be able to uh, uh you know get a get a season pass or consider um you know maybe if they have a young one it up you know you start hiring at 15 like this is the time to kind of plug into Waldemere cuz it's going to be fully open this year definitely yes um like i said almost we have positions almost in all our departments um where we start hiring at 15 um and again, for those people that don't want to work here but want to enjoy Waldemere, our season pass is still the very best deal that we offer. It pays for itself in less than three visits. Um, and you don't feel obligated. I think the best part that I've talked to people that have season passes, you don't feel obligated to spend a whole day. I mean, if you buy a day pass, um, you know, you spend, uh, uh, I think the day pass is $45 now for an adult for both parks. You feel like you need to be here all day. Right. Um, with the season pass, like I said, it pays for itself in in less than three visits. So many people, um, especially with younger kids, come for a couple hours prior to dinner, maybe have a pizza here, and then uh, are done after two hours, and that's their day. And they feel like that's a great deal. What a great small you know snippet of, of Waldemere for uh, someone that doesn't feel like spending a whole day. So I think, we again, it just goes back to all those great options that we have for people to fit whatever aspect um, – you want to do, you know, whatever your desire, we, I think we can accommodate most people. And, and let me just say this, uh, you know, for someone that has grown up 
at Waldemere, you know, going every year, you know, uh, uh, you know, bringing my kids and now my kids are bringing their kids. I mean, multi-generational. Uh, we, we've got to make sure people understand that this is, these are the kinds of memories that are going to linger for a lifetime, you know, whether, whether it is, uh, you know, that time with grandpa, you know, in the water park or, or, you know, that first ride on the ravine flyer, or uh, I, I used to love how my kids would always mess around on, they didn't mess around, but on the, um, what the Viking ship, right. Uh, okay. you know, so, cause they always would have their flip flops and they would, you know, they would levitate oh. in the air because of the, <laughs> cause they were, they were breaking, uh, you know, the gravity. Right. I mean, this, yeah, this, yeah. this is the stuff that they, they gravitated to. They had their favorite rides. They've been going every year for their whole lives. And, and that kind of connection, it builds community. I, I honestly, I think it has a higher it's there's a higher value there of building community, building memories, building family togetherness. Yeah, I I, I think I, I'm not I'm not saying it correctly, but you know those core values of just the family unit, uh, which I sometimes I feel um, have we've lost a little bit, um, you know maybe with technology or, or things. Uh, getting you know putting your phone in your pocket, coming to an amusement park, enjoying what they're walking down the middle with your parents or grandparents um and being in the moment being present I, I think does a lot more than you know put a smile on people's face like you said it's life lessons and and things great memories that people can can look back on i, I have a story of of a, uh, a guest that um an, a grandmother who came and she was purchasing season passes and she said yes i've been doing this for um you know two or three years where i buy the season passes for my grandkids but and i and there's only one caveat is that they can only use them with their grandparents. They cannot use their season passes with anybody else. That is a thing. That is a, a, a thing for grandparents and grandkids. So it's it's stories like that where they where people want to be connected and, and make those memories. It's it's great to see. Well, we appreciate everything that uh, that your family has done. Again, I, I've I've been saying it way before I had a radio show that. It, again, I, I think very highly of your grandfather. I feel like he has a handle on the eerie consumer. Like he, like I mean, again, uh, yeah, I'm a kind of a marketing guy and a and a mm. media guy, and I I guess I don't I don't I've never met anyone that really understands you know the eerie mindset. You know what eerie people want. He's always been able to. Um, you know, to meet the need and 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 fit, uh, and so uh, you know, from him and, and your grandma and to your your parents and to you and your kids. I mean, it's just it's really a phenomenal thing, and uh, what a treasure we have here. So, congratulations on your 125th year, <laughs> Waldemere Park, and uh, thank you so much, Brian Gorman. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com. <laughs>